Welcome to episode 77 of Too Old for This Podcast, your safe space for grown-up talk about childish things. And today, we are here to talk about episodes 3 and 4 of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And really what I want to talk about is where is this whole thing going? So let's not waste time. Let's get at it. Honored and up nerd. DJ Kevy Kev. Let's go! What up? Brother! How you doing, my friend? Uh, I'm excellent, thank you. Here we are on this uh, rainy April 11th, Sunday, 2021 yeah. afternoon. Yeah. <clears throat> Talk about some Falcon and Winter Soldier to catch up on two weeks worth of action mm-hmm. in, in what is now... <clears throat> A show that I like very much. Ah. I, I think that I, I, I can already say that I'm, I, I think I prefer this show to WandaVision. All right. Um, it's doing some things that I'm enjoying now, yeah, for okay. sure. Right. Um, and and we'll get more into that. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> how has your week been since we've last seen each other? How are you? How's your life? I'm all right. Same old, same old. Nothing, uh, nothing too crazy, obviously. We're in our, what, third lockdown? <laughs> Now, I guess it is. Oh, who the F knows where, what. <laughs> I lost count. But, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm. I live in my basement. That's all I know. Yeah. What, uh, when COVID is over, if it ever ends, mm-hmm. I don't, th- I don't think I'll even know. I don't, I, I just think I'll just, <laughs> my life just will just stay the way it is. It's, I don't even, I don't even want to think about that stuff anymore. Sorry. Go yeah. ahead. What were you <laughs> I was going to say, uh, it's funny because it feels like, like COVID's not even a thing in the states anymore. Um, I don't know. By if the you, way, they behave. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you caught. Did you watch any of? Uh, so WrestleMania this weekend is broken up into two manias. Basically, it was Saturday night and Sunday night. I believe this is the mm. first time they've ever done this. And uh, I was watching some of it last night, and they were performing in front of a crowd, dude. They so. Were where? Yeah, in uh, I believe in Tampa Bay, uh, if I remember correctly. Oh, Florida, Florida is yeah. like completely wide open now. Yeah, they all restrictions. That's yeah. right. So um, people were in the audience wearing masks, but uh, dude, the Thunderdome looked pretty. Or is it Thunderdome? Whatever they call it, uh, the uh-huh. Tampa Bay Dome. Whatever, it was full. Like the Super Spreader Dome. Yeah, is what, that's is exactly what it will be what called it is. From, from now on. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, Man, I always forget that the WWE is run by like good friends of Donald Trump, and they're mm-hmm. really so right wing uh, uh, at the top of that company. Um, mm-hmm. And and congratulations, you're probably killing a couple of thousand fans yep. with WrestleMania this year. Yep. Way to go, yep. Linda McMahon. And here I go being political on the show, which I'm not supposed to do. But um, wow, is yeah. that ever shocking and awful to me? I I hate that. Okay, it, so, yeah. No, I was actually really I, I surprised. I did not know that. Yeah, I did, I was, I'm surprised that's not a big news story today. Yeah. No, I was surprised to see uh, is, people in the audience because, as you know, they've been, you know, basically right. doing it in front of like um, walls with like you know TV screens on it, whatever. Right. So it was right. little... and it's been t- it's been terrible. It's mm-hmm. been I was watching I was watching an NBA game last night. Yeah, it's hard to watch. I know. And I and I was wa- and I was just thinking, man, these guys are probably it's probably hard work for them to do mm-hmm. this with an audience like that. And it's 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 weird. 
Um, but you don't see the NBA. I don't know if the NBA are playing in front of audiences in Florida, but I, I doubt think, it. I don't think so. I doubt it. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's because Vince and Linda McMahon aren't running the NBA. Thank God. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> no, that's it. Uh, I was just gonna. I was just want to say, like, uh, it just seems that that it's over in the states. But it's who's headlining WrestleMania this year? The Super Spreader Mania. Uh, tonight, I believe it's. Cricket, it's a three-way Roman Roman Reigns. Um, fuck, I was watching it yesterday, and they announced it, but I'm drawing a blank. Um, I can look it up really quick if you really want to know. <laughs> but yeah, is, I know Roman Reigns is in is there. Edge oh, yeah, headlining. Edge, Roman Re- Roman Reigns, Edge, and Brian um, uh, Daniel Bryan, sorry, are in the main event. But I believe there's two main events actually. But anyways, that's the big one. Well, uh, I pray for you, Adam Copeland, that mm. uh, you're vaccinated. I'm sure Vince got all of his all of his athletes vaccinated. I'm yeah, sure he. I'm sure he. I'm sure he bought and paid for a suitcase <clears throat> full of vaccine uh, on the black steroids. <laughs> but yeah, no. Last night, um, I don't know if you were familiar with uh, Bianca Belair. Uh, she beat Sasha Banks for the uh, women's championship, so uh, that was a pretty big thing. Uh oh! Which was uh, star of the Mandalorian, good, good Sasha Banks. Yep, yep, yep. She lost her title, um, and I also watched the uh, Shane McMahon uh, versus um, fuck, what's his name again? Uh, big motherfucker. Uh, fuck, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, it's right here, Braun Strowman. <clears throat> which was uh which was an interesting match too it was in a cage right mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh there was a there was a great part where uh Sean, or Shane was on the outside and he uh and <clears throat> Braun was on the uh, inside and he literally broke the fucking thing and dragged them back in it was so good <laughs> 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 so but yeah no it was really it was it was, it was an irritating match <clears throat> So, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to watching part two tonight. Anyways, cool. Yeah, uh, which is why we're recording early today yes, for anyone who may be interested in a little bit of trivia. <laughs> um, there you go. Cool. Um, well, I'm glad I'm not watching it now that I know that that it's a super spreader event. But I hope you enjoy it. I'm All not right. saying you shouldn't. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Wrestling in me a long time ago. I don't know. Just I still like to watch Mania and uh, Rumble. Awesome. I'm just I don't know. I, I rarely watch it otherwise. But yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. All right, brother. <clears throat> it wasn't there wasn't really a lot news wise this week. Uh, entertainment wise, uh, there was a, tr- a new trailer for Loki, which yep. I'm really stoked about. Yep. Uh, that six episode series is scheduled to begin on June 11th. Did they announce it? So, it's going to be six as well, or? Ah, uh, yeah. Did they? Okay. It's on. It's on. Well, it's on the uh, wiki page. Anyway. Oh, is it? Okay. So, yes, right. six episodes. Um, and uh, just ah uh, man, the, just that movie, that series looked like it's going to be fantastic. The mm-hmm. cast, the trailers, the the scenes that that we've seen so far, the mm-hmm. plot that they've that they've uh, uh, let go, uh, let let out in mm-hmm. these trailers. Um. I'm really super looking forward to that. So yeah. I'm just lo- I'm looking at my calendar here. Is there something in between uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and 
Loki because we got two more episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So we're going to be done Black with Widow. that on April 23rd. Mm. And then you've got the whole month of May and then the first week of June. That's like at least six, seven weeks in between. Seems like there could be something else in between there. What am I not thinking of? There has to be something. Black Widow. That's, but that's a movie. That's not a series. That's not a Disney Plus. What if? What if is after uh, Hawkeye oh. comes out? When's Hawkeye coming out? Uh, this year. It's supposed to be this year as well. Uh, oh. Sorry, I'm just looking. Yes. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, it just says Hawkeye Fall 2021. Uh, I'm not seeing dates. Fall of 2021. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's after Loki then. Yeah. So who knows what, what's going on in that seven weeks? I'm sure somebody knows, and I don't. I'm sure I could Google it and find out, but whatever. <laughs> Looking forward to Loki. Anyway, was my point. But shall we get to Falcon and Winter Soldier? Absolutely. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's been it's been uh, on on for basically a month, and we still haven't come up with a theme. I don't have no, <laughs> no. I don't have a I don't have a funny theme song for this one. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's all good. Um, maybe next time. Yes, maybe next time. We'll, um, we'll have one for Loki for sure. Sure, maybe Loki. Yeah. Hold on. Now I'm thinking. No, I don't want to get okay. <laughs> <laughs> Episode three: A Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. Entitled The Power Broker uh, begins with the breaking out of jail of Baron Zemo. Mm -hmm. And the whole Baron Zemo face off in prison, um, it sets the tone. At first, I thought, um, okay, well, this is kind of cheesy. They're kind of totally doing like Hannibal Lecter style tropes here. He's reading. Uh, Nietzsche was who what was he reading? I thought it was Nietzsche, but and I don't think it's Nietzsche. Uh, Machiavelli, he's reading yeah, Machiavelli, Machiavelli yeah. and uh, he's got a chessboard and he's all like, he's like calm and 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 you know, uh, jokey, like casual about everything. And uh, quickly I found out with Baron Zemo, uh, the deal is. <laughs> He's like he's a completely farcical character. Like he's played he's, with all of the gravitas of an Austin Powers character. He might as he could have just walked right out of an Austin Powers movie. Uh, he's that funny, but he's also that like comically broadly drawn, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Okay. Would you disagree? Um. Okay, uh, I don't find him farcical. That's the word you like use, silly. right? Like silly. Like silly. Like not a serious... Like a, like a person in real life wouldn't exist this way. This is a character. Okay. Like a, like a, like a broadly drawn character. Not a realistic based in reality character. But like a, a, like a comic booky character. Right. Like something you would see in a Shazam. Okay. Rather than, rather than a... I don't know, uh, uh, Christopher Nolan, Batman. Right. <laughs> Even uh, though some of those were goofy. Yeah. But the last one was really goofy. He's <laughs> like that, that rich, that rich guy who seems to be really smart. Yeah. But 
right? He figured out a way to turn the Avengers against each other. You know yes. what I mean? Like, and in the in this particular episode, we find out that he actually is rich as fuck too, smarter than everybody, one step ahead of everybody at all times. Yeah. Um. Yes. Uh. He's he's still got all this wealth somehow, even though all of Sokovia is gone. Uh. Somehow, he's still. I guess he. I guess he had homes outside of Sokovia and mm-hmm. um, other places where his wealth uh, was kept. Um, yeah. uh, but okay, I, I just I found him to be a little bit droll, a little bit silly in his characterization, uh, yeah, okay. in, his, in the way he's played, in the right. way he's even uh, costumed. Um, a little bit of a Austin Powersy kind of yeah. Anyway, right. but. Uh, <laughs> Fun, definitely yeah. fun. No, one step ahead of everybody at all times, mm-hmm. and 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 here's what I'm enjoying about this show now is that you don't see a lot of MCU kind of twisting the moral lines, okay. but in I think in this show they really start to hear like they, in my opinion, Zemo is a hero in these two episodes in a bunch of ways. His character arc is progressing. In an, if not a, he can't be a hero because of the tragedies that or the atrocities he's committed. Mm. But he's kind of an anti-hero now. He's kind of doing the right thing when everybody else hasn't figured out what the right thing to do is. Um, it just maybe it's a, a matter of coincidence that his lifelong mission of eliminating super soldiers is now the right thing to do in this time mm. uh, for this story. Right. Uh, so it just coincidentally makes him right. But um, consistently, he's the one who wants to kill anybody who's taken the super soldier serum because he just sees the super soldier serum and anybody using it as being a threat to the mm-hmm. entire world. Um, uh, I'm getting ahead of all of this. I'm not really talking about the plot, but um, this is like another way of seeing this is when I'll go into more detail when we get into more, more events, but um the whole Captain America thing, the whole um, John Walker as Captain America, mm-hmm. um, to me, I think th- I'm still enjoying it. I'm still preferring John Walker as a character to Steve Rogers as a character. Okay. Um, and I want to talk about this actually a lot, but um, <laughs> it's because like John Walker feels like a realistic, grounded character to me. To me, and Steve Rogers never did. Like he was based in this in this era that kind of never existed the way it was presented. Like he was created out of this, um, propaganda that was kind of to give the illusion of an image of what America really was. But then Steve Rogers, the character is kind of treated as if, well, that illusion was a real thing and it only lives in the body of Steve Rogers. I don't know. Um, whereas I think John Walker is, what would a real American soldier who was like a highly decorated, awesome soldier. So he would be the person they would pick for the super soldier program. Like what would that kind of person really be like? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's what we're getting. And I think we're getting an awesome performance out of, uh, uh, the actor, uh, what's his name? Light. Uh, Wyatt Russell. Wyatt Russell. I was going to say Lionel. Um, (laughs) uh, but he, 
I'm enjoying him anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, no, we I get like the scene. Too. We get the scene where they they help uh, Zemo break himself out of jail, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zemo is masterful and clever, and and you you see all that on display. Mm-hmm. This guy is a supervillain for good reason. He's smarter than everybody else. He's yeah. one step ahead at all times. Um, his breakout scene is fun, yeah. and then when he's uh, he meets up with Sam and Bucky and. They they're in one of like an underground bunker where where he's got all of his cars and they're like, hey, where do you get all this stuff? And he's like, I'm a bear and I'm rich. And they're like, oh, it's comical moment. Lots of comical moments with Zemo. Mm-hmm. Um, all these classic cars in this garage looks like he's uh, uh, his collection was started by his grandfather. I think he mentions that actually collected by my family over the generations is what he says mm. uh, in in this scene. Um, so again, it feels like, like very, like James Bond super villainy to me. And then they go and they get on his private, p- private jet and they get his hundred year old butler. Um, it, it brings him champagne on the jet and he, he says it's Sokovian, uh, uh, you know, give them the food that's spoiled, uh, <laughs> all kinds of just funny, funny stuff with yeah. Zemo and, uh, fucking in the winter soldier who are very very conflicted about what they just did because zemo uh you know did some terrible things he killed t'chaka he's he's the main the reason the whole black panther movie happened uh <laughs> baird zemo blew up t'chaka yeah. um and uh and of course uh the the winter soldier had his entire history uh <laughs> In Wakanda, mm-hmm. very close to the Wakandan people, and um, doesn't want to do wrong by them. No. Um, so we get into this uh, more of this Carly character, the uh, the leader of the Flag Smashers, the Super Soldier. Her uh, her mother figure dies. Danya, Ma- Mama Danya. Okay. Uh, we get this this humanizing, personalizing kind of storyline with her. This this part seems weird and choppy to me, like like not fully fleshed out. And I heard that um, I saw in one uh, video on YouTube that uh, an actual plot line was cut out of yeah. this series, yep. uh, involving the Flag Smashers and a virus yep. that was killing them off. Uh, so I, I guess be, because of COVID, they decided to drop the vi- the virus plot. So there's a couple of scenes in this where, when you're with the flag smashers, the editing just seems choppy and weird. And I mm-hmm. think it's because they cut an entire storyline out of here with them. Yeah. Uh, but then we get to the fun part, which is uh, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and uh, Baron Zemo uh, arriving in Madripoor, which is the first place they're going to look for the trail of who made the new Super Soldier serum. Yeah. Um, and when they arrive, it's more like like Austin Powers goofiness. Uh, they got um, Sam is dressed up in a very colorful uh, like disco looking suit, and he makes a joke about how he looks like a pimp. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's uh, supposed to be undercover as uh, an underground figure named Smiling Cat, who's actually a character from Marvel Comics. Okay. Madripoor is a uh, is a well known uh, setting from Marvel Comics. Uh, many uh, many of the comic series uh, 
touched on Madripoor, heavily involved with the X-Men. And they show a bar where they walk past a bar in here. Uh, I think it's called the Pink Martini or something. It's a it's a I forget the name of the bar, but uh, it's a neon sign with like a martini glass. And that bar in the comics is actually owned by Wolverine. He's a mm. co-owner. His he has a, an alter ego named Patch, who is a bartender and co-owner of this bar in Madripoor. So. This was kind of uh, maybe our first X Men like Easter egg. Nod, yeah. In the MCU, okay. Uh, you could you could definitely see it as that. Anyway, we get this fun nightclub scene where they're going to meet up with uh, uh, a low level gangster, supposedly to start at the bottom of the ladder, work up. Uh, and of course, Baron Zemo in a in a Euro nightclub. Uh, it's lots of fun. You get the goofy dancing. We get the him like cavorting with women and stuff mm-hmm. uh always a good time with zemo in this episode um and uh we get uh, the the winter soldier pretending that he's back under zemo's control so that's his cover when they're in madripoor mm-hmm. the winter soldier is pretending like everybody knows zemo and the winter soldier from back in the day when they would run roughshod over everyone and everybody was afraid of them so um Everybody sees them back together. Nobody questions it. Oh, Zemo got Winter Soldier back in their back. Um, that's their cover. So they uh, they they play out Zemo using the words and Winter Soldier uh, fighting a bunch of people in the club, being really violent and scary. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun. I I thought this episode when I was watching it, I thought it was the most fun episode yet. I thought it, it felt like the most, like a, like a good action movie. Like, the, like this was billed as a buddy cop movie, like a, like a, uh, what's that one with Jackie Chan and Rush Chris Hour. Tucker? Rush Hour. And this is the first time where I felt like, yeah, we're definitely in a fun action movie, this episode. Mm. Um, and I want to say, I, I've been enjoying that these episodes have all been, 50 minutes long. I, yeah. Every every time we've talked about a, a Disney Plus show so far, I have complained about, run times. Uh, you know, sometimes there's too short run times, yeah. but, the most, but the worst part to me is that the run time is just different every episode and like drastically different sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like you'd get, you'd get like a 20 minute episode one week in WandaVision. I thought it was ridiculous. Um, but uh, I really like the the pacing um, of the almost a full hour. I mean, um, I mean, not not just no surprise. It's the longest uh, episode runtime yet that we've experienced. I think maybe season two of The Mandalorian was close to this too. Um, but uh, I like I like how they've done it this time with this show. Okay. Yeah. No, I definitely appreciate that for sure. Um, yeah. I definitely agree with the. Uh, Mandalorian being up and down, uh, I wish they were a little bit more consistent as well, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, get it story. And one division was one division was worse, though. I thought one division mm-hmm. just drove me crazy for that. But. Yeah, that's just me. Anyway, uh, we get this meeting in the in the back of the club, and uh, and uh, we find out who made the super soldier. We find out that the power broker is the one in charge of all this. We don't know who the power broker is. This is a big mystery on the show still. Yeah. Um, some people think it's, uh, well, there's a lot of theories out there for who it could be. It could be anybody. We'll find out. I don't want to get into that thing again that we did with WandaVision. Fair <laughs> um, 
We'll see. Um, anyway, this scene uh, ends with, of course, Sam getting busted. Uh, his cover gets blown. We find out that he's not really smiling, Tiger, because his sister calls on his cell phone. It's exactly like the Ant Man, uh, Ant Man Two scene when when they're being held prisoner and his daughter calls and and he talks to his daughter while he's be- being held prisoner. I felt like it was very very similar to that mm-hmm. scene. But um, uh, anyway, uh, don't take it too seriously. It's not that big a deal. Uh, and uh, you know, everything goes apeshit. And, um, sorry, how does this scene resolve itself? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm scooting through it right now. There. So, yeah, she, uh, they get, she chased, they get chased out of the gun, out of the club at gunpoint, right? Yeah. Well, they, uh, the, um, I don't remember the, the mob boss's name here, but she gets killed. I forget her name. Someone shoots her. Really? Did you miss that? Because that's know. why they're. That's why everyone's after them now. Because everyone thinks that they did it. Um, but yeah, somebody shoots her through the window. Anyway, they go running away, and they run into Sharon Carter. Randomly, so another Captain America character mm-hmm. here here in Madripoor, Sharon Carter, who. Very interesting to me. Um, she's the niece of Peggy Carter. Yeah. And in Falcon and the Winter Soldier or Civil War? Was she in both? Uh, she, was she was in, in Civil, Civil War, anyway. War. I don't think she was in... Was she in Winter Soldier? I don't think so. I don't know, but I seem to remember that her and Steve Rogers kind of had a flirtation. Mm-hmm. Like there was a will they or won't they kind of thing between them that I don't think he followed through with. Right. And that's very interesting to me because after the events of Endgame, I think either the Russo brothers or Kevin Feige came out and said that Peggy Carter's kids were Steve Rogers' kids. Oh, that yeah. he actually he actually was Peggy Carter's husband. Um in the prime timeline, but it was a secret, but he kept it a secret um, from himself, basically. So that would make Sharon Carter his niece. Mm. And nobody talks about this. <laughs> this is very similar to Luke Skywalker uh, and Leia and the kiss in the beginning of Empire Strikes Back that everybody talks about. It's a mm. meme that Luke kissed his sister. Yeah. I feel like there's a thing with Steve Rogers and his niece here that nobody's talking about, but mm. um, again, maybe that's just me. Uh, so we find out that Sharon Carter's <laughs> been in Madripoor. Every <laughs> no, no, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you just say? I said, Jared, man, that's incest. <laughs> I don't think that's what you said, Jeff. <laughs> Pretty sure it's on. It's on tape. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> but let's just move on, shall we? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so Sharon Carter is pissed because um, these guys have been pardoned for what they did in Civil War, and she hasn't been. She's still wanted for by the U.S. government 
for the same crimes that Sam and Bucky have been pardoned for. Yeah. Just because they got snapped and they, or they just because they saved the world in Endgame or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. But, um, so Sharon Carter is living here in Madripoor and she, she's, she's a criminal and she's, uh, supposedly an art dealer, but it seems like maybe there's something else going on with her. Maybe there's some connection between her and the power broker. Some people think maybe she is the power broker. Mm-hmm. I kind of think that's most likely. Yeah. You know why? Go you on. know why? Hit me. Because of Agatha Harkness, right? Okay. Because everybody was like, oh, Agatha Harkness is working for Mephisto, working for the big bad, and we're going to find out who the big bad is, right? right? I feel like the same thing is happening here right. with the power, the power broker and Sharon Carter. Yeah, you're probably right. I wouldn't doubt it. My my number one theory for who the power broker is is Sharon Carter. Yeah. Okay. Previously, it was what's his name, the guy from Hulk, the guy who's going to be in uh, Black Widow. Right. The guy who's trying to assemble his own super soldier team is like New Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, Agent Ross, the okay. Thunderbolts, mm-hmm. um, Agent Thunderbolt Ross. Um, he is, he's eventually going to assemble a team called the Thunderbolts. Uh, but, uh, I don't think that he's the power broker anymore. I think most likely it's Sharon Carter and there's no big reveal, especially since we've got two episodes left. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the point where there was two episodes left in one division, I started to think to myself, okay, all of the big theories are out the window and nothing huge is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I was right. Uh, and I think. Maybe that's where we are here with this show. Maybe okay. all of the pieces are already displayed on the board, and it's just how they're going to play themselves out for the rest of the game. No big reveals, in my opinion. But um, anyway, uh, Sharon agrees to work with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier if if they agree to help get her pardoned in the U.S., if it works out mm-hmm. and then she tells them where the guy is who made the super soldier serum. Yeah. And she arranges or to help them go talk to him. Yeah. Um, all this went by really quick, right? Like I thought maybe half the series was going to be looking for who made the super soldier serum, but it was like, Oh, we're looking for the super soldier serum. Oh, we found the guy who made the super soldier serum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is fine. Um, so they have this whole setup where you know they go to a, a a shipping yard and in the back of an empty shipping container they find a secret door into the secret laboratory where the guy's been making super soldier serum and you see lots of vials and test tubes everywhere and uh, and you find the guy and uh, they interrogate him and. Um, he tells you everything, basically the yeah. entire setup, the entire setup of this show. Yeah. While Sharon, while Sharon Carter beats some ass outside, yeah. um, <laughs> this scientist talks about how after this, after the Winter Soldier program ended, Hydra hired him to carry on the work, mm-hmm. and then when Hydra shut down, he was hired by Shield for a while to do the same thing, and. And Shield was gone, and that then he went to work for the Power Broker to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they find out everything they need to know. Uh, basically, uh, this all comes down to the Power Broker, and he's the one that 
uh, we need to talk to to stop all of this, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then uh, a, a mysterious rocket launcher person shows up. <laughs> well, I mean, there's all these bad guys outside, right? Yeah. Uh, trying to kill Sharon Carter. Yeah. <laughs> the purpose of the bad guys is really weird because... I don't think that they know that Sam mm-hmm. and Bucky and Zemo are it. I went through the secret passage, or, or do they even know the secret well, passage is there? I don't. I don't they, maybe they, they they just followed them there. That's I what I was thinking. Like they just followed them, and they're trying to uh, they're trying to kill the dude that uh, that's making the serum, but uh, Zemo does it. I'm just saying it's not a very good secret lab if all these bad guys know it's where it is. It's a pretty dope-ass lab, though. You gotta give it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, the rocket me... launch The rocket launch isn't actually the thing that that ends the scene. Mm-hmm. Sharon Carter comes running in to say we gotta go now because there's so many bad guys out there. Yeah. And then in that moment when Sharon Carter runs in, Zemo takes advantage of the distraction and just shoots the scientist dead. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, because this is a guy who makes super soldier serum. And again, Zemo's entire purpose is to stop there from being any more super soldiers. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, Sam and Bucky aren't happy that they, they killed the scientist, but, uh, Zemo got his chance and he, and he took it. Yeah. And then after he fires the shot, then the rocket launcher, bad guy fires a rocket and blows up the secret lab. Yes. And then we have a gunfight escaping the secret lab. Mm-hmm. And Zemo, who vanished in the confusion of the explosion, shows up wearing his purple balaclava from the movies mm-hmm. and the comics and saves them with some superhero y, super villainy action moves. Yes. I guess you could say. It's all very fun. Yes. action-packed, and joke-packed at the same time. Yeah. Never stops being funny. No. Um, and he shows up in the car. <laughs> oh, yeah. He shows up in a fantastic supercharged... And he says supercharged. <laughs> That's, and, he, pulls, he pulls up with this convertible. Looks like a Corvette Stingray or something, but may probably European. Mm-hmm. And he just pulls up and he just looks at them and he just goes... Supercharged, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was that great little uh, scene with uh, Bucky and 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 Falcon <clears throat> when uh, he gets into the Falcon gets into the back scene. He's like, "You're not going to move your seat up, are you?" He's like, "Oh no. yeah, no," <laughs> which a is callback. a callback to callback Civil, Civil War. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, shit. Um, so Carly and the Flag Smashers pull off a robbery and kill some people. And Carly doesn't care that she's killing innocent people because she thinks that's what they need to do to get attention and mm-hmm. their, their cause is worth it. So l- more human, less human, more human, less human. Is Carly a villain? Uh, seems like it, but mm-hmm. they keep humanizing her too. This is, uh, again, new territory for Marvel storytelling, right? Um, where does 
then John we, Walker show up again. John um, Walker shows up very soon. Not yet, but uh, first we have that scene with uh, what's her name, Carly, and yeah. uh, her her fellow flag smasher dude, <clears throat> and they're in front of that like I can't remember is it an embassy, right? And they're plotting. I can't remember the I can't remember the conversation in this. I was hoping you would. <laughs> I forget. Yeah, no, I think I, I think maybe that's where she was just talking about. Oh yeah, this is that's where the, she was talking about. They blow it up, mm-hmm. and she goes, "There has to be. We have to have casualties. That's the only language they understand yes. is violence." Yeah, yeah, that's what I was referring to before. Okay. Um, but then. We get Cap and well, sorry, we get Sam and Bucky, and I'm sorry, where are they when this happens? Sorry. So after that scene that I just mentioned, we see um, new Captain America and Battlestar. John Williams and Battlestar. The only scene that we see John Williams and Battlestar in this episode. Yeah. They are at the prison that Zemo broke out of. Yeah. And they're, they're talking about how, well, if they, they must have broke him out because they're desperate for leads. And so that just means Cap and Battlestar are on their trail. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get them. Yeah. Um, the episode ends with um, them being in the street and... What does what does Winter Soldier find on the ground? It looks like a gear shifter from a manual transmission in a small car, but it's Okoyo beads. It's Wakandan super beads mm-hmm. that we all remember from the Black Panther. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Sam goes around the oh, sorry, Bucky goes around the corner and he bumps into what's the character's name? She's one of of uh, Black Panther's elite bodyguard soldiers. Shiva? My God, what's her name again? I feel like it's Shiva. Am I wrong? And she's here for Zemo. Anyway, I like we talked about the Wakandans don't like Zemo, and they don't like that he's out of jail, and they've showed up now, mm-hmm. and that's the end of episode three. Oh, God. Um, oh my God! What's her name again? Uh, I feel like it's. Am I am I wrong? Is it Shiva? I don't know. I have no idea, dude. Uh, <laughs> look it up real quick. Horrible, horrible. Can't remember. Okay, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I want to just jump into the next one. Okoyo. I just say Okoyo. Um, just make it yeah. Do you, do you want to rate episode three? I really liked it. Yeah, I, uh, you again, go first. Yeah. I, I think it was my favorite one uh, so far, okay. even though it didn't have a lot of John Walker in it, which was my one complaint. Um, so I will give it, just throw it eight out of ten at it. It's an eight out of ten. Her name is Ao. Ayo. Ayo. Uh, sorry, what'd you say? Nine? 
eight. Eight. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I thought it was. I thought it was a good episode. Um, I, I don't think it was one of the most like solid ones to date, but uh, I'm sitting at like a seven for that one. All right. Because I don't know. I think uh, the the following episode <laughs> just ruined that one for me. <laughs> the following episode, where this series goes even farther down that road I was talking about. Oh my god! Uh, into completely blurring the lines between good and bad, right and wrong, mm-hmm. completely kind of blowing up what I think has been kind of the Marvel MCU archetype of. It's been black and white. Who's good and who's bad? Pretty yeah. much for the most part. You saw, I guess, I guess Wanda Maximoff is is a is a kind of a study in that. But but here we're we're getting into some really nuanced stuff. Mm-hmm. And and when I say I don't know where this series is going, like after this episode, it's especially especially true. Um. So let's get into it, shall yes. we? Um. Yeah, I was happy yes. to see that we, like, this is a a John Walker episode in large part. Mm-hmm. But the episode starts with a fantastic uh, 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 flashback scene. Yeah. Flashback. I was going to say backflash. Um, in Wakanda. To, uh, you get the Winter Soldiers, you get Bucky's kind of a little bit of the story of him going through his rehab in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And, and you get him with this character who we just met at the end of the last episode uh, six years ago in Wakanda. So right before the events of uh, Infinity War, mm-hmm. like a few a few weeks apparently before Infinity War, uh, we get the scene where they show... Basically, Bucky finally breaking free of his Winter Soldier programming. Yeah. She she repeats his words to him, and he doesn't trigger for the first time. No. He controls it. Um, and uh, it's a very emotional scene. Bucky cries a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very touching. It works. Um, you believe it. Um, because you've, you've spent so much time hanging out with Bucky in, in his trauma already on this series. Mm-hmm. Um you this this moment of of watching him live through it uh or or coming out of it at the very end of it um is very powerful mm-hmm. it's a cool flashback scene mm-hmm. and it, it really gives you an idea of how much he owes wakanda right yeah. like as 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 loyal as he is to steve rogers and to the captain america legacy he's also got this basic life debt to Wakanda that he really cares about, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, the character of Winter Soldier really kind of filled out and and I think this is a character that I kind of like now. I wasn't interested before. You know that. Uh, the same thing about Falcon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't interested in either of these characters going into the show. Um, but I, I've really kind of grown to like uh, this uh, this character, this Bucky Barnes character, uh, he's definitely the Wolverine of the MCU right now, mm-hmm. uh, in in my estimation. Um, right down to having a a, a really strong metal appendage, um, but uh, his personality is is really what I mean, where he's kind of like Wolverine. But um, uh, I like him anyway, and yeah. uh, not the not the same thing about Falcon. I think that the character of Falcon has not progressed at all <laughs> i i think he's still like 
boring and blank and flat to me just as much as he ever was. Okay. But um, I'm going off. Uh, uh, so it's established right at the beginning of this episode. Wakandans are going to give Bucky eight hours and then they're coming for Zemo. And they're not happy with him, by the way, but it's okay. It's not that bad. <laughs> um, we, we get a little scene with Zemo and Falcon and Winter Soldier trying to figure out how they're going to do, what their next step is going to be. Uh, they they talk about Mama Danya and they think maybe there's going to be a funeral and maybe we can find Carly there. Um, we also get this conversation where Zemo expands more about how the Super Soldier, super soldier Serum will make anybody evil. That Steve Rogers was the only one who could take this serum and not be corrupted by it. Yeah. Uh, Steve Rogers was the only uncorruptible human being on Earth, or at least the only one who's ever been given the super soldier serum. Uh, all this comes into, obviously, very incredible importance later on in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um. And then we get this scene where they go to where the Flag Smashers have been hiding out, the village, and they just start asking around uh, for Mama Danya's funeral, and nobody wants to talk to them. Nobody trusts them. No. Uh, but then we see clever Baron Zemo uh, with his Turkish delight candies. He goes and he charms the children, and he convinces one of them to uh, give him the information he's looking for about Mama Danya's funeral so now baron zemo is the only one who knows or who has the information that can get them to mama danya's funeral which may save his butt later because the wakandans are coming uh back to baron zemo's place and uh, he tells them well i have a way to get to the funeral i can't tell you where it is Uh, you need me to guide you there so you can't give me up to the wakandans Clever, one step ahead at all times. Yep. Uh, Sam has a phone call with Sharon Carter, where Sharon looks like she's in some underworld setting, uh, uh, maybe some criminal base or something, headquarters. Um, and she says, the power broker's pissed that you killed the scientist who makes the serum. He wants the rest of the serum back. You better find Carly in that serum. Um and again, you're left wondering what's Sharon's connection with the power broker, or mm-hmm. is it her? That's what I was wondering. Anyway, um, scene with Carly and one of her super soldier lieutenants, basically, um, where this guy talks about how he was a fan of Captain America growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, again, uh, with these guys, one world, one people. It's a really, it's a really positive slogan, right? And and they seem to be downtrodden, and they seem to really have a lot of reasons to feel sympathetic towards them. And you're really blurring the lines here. Are these guys bad guys? It's not clear. It's not clear at all. Uh, and this scene kind of reinforces that again. Yeah. Um, they're talking about how they got to kill this Captain America because he's, you know, um, their enemy basically. Mm -hmm. But he talks about how ironic it was because he grew up loving the first Captain America. Mm -hmm. Um, so now John Walker and Battlestar find Bucky and Sam and Zemo in the street in 
in sorry i almost said sokovia madripoor um so they're tense um but you know yeah zemo <clears throat> has to lead them to the funeral still yeah so again everybody has to just follow along behind zemo yeah. so now basically the same main group but we've got captain america and battlestar added to it so it's super more fun and interesting yeah and their connection uh, is the little girl. Tension at every step. Uh, John Walker doesn't agree with any decision that Sam and Bucky make, but he has to go along with them. Has and to they go along. They want Zemo back in jail as well, by the way. Yes. That. Yes. <clears throat> but he's constantly ignored and brushed aside by Sam and Bucky. And uh, then we get then we get to the part where they get to the funeral. Uh, and Sam wants to go in by himself to talk to Carly yeah. while Captain America wants to just run in and fight her and kill her. Yeah. Um, they let Sam do it. And, uh, an interesting conversation to me, um, Sam during his conversation with Carly tells her that he agrees with her, mm-hmm. that, that her cause he's on her cause's side it's just the way she's going about it that he doesn't agree with. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is a huge thing to say. Like, uh, is Sam the hero of the show? Uh, we've got to talk about this. Let's finish mm-hmm. talking about this episode. Right. Because this is a huge thing. And what is going on? Like, who, what, is, what is this show? Where is this going? I, I really got to know. Um, and I don't at this point. But, um, of course, um, Sam is trying to just talk her down out of, talk her out of any more violence, talk her out of giving up the terrorist way of doing this and, um, you know, not really getting anywhere. And then of course, uh, John Walker is impatient and he busts in. Mm-hmm. And this whole thing turns into what we call in wrestling a schmage. It turns, into say, a big, it turns was, into a big fight. I was going to say it turns into a Three's Company episode where uh, it's not what it appears to be. <laughs> and there's a misunderstanding. Sure. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Right. Carly, does, Carly doesn't believe that, you know, Sam said he came alone and mm-hmm. Sam said he wasn't going to arrest her. And then Carly's like, oh, look, you, you were lying to me. You had Captain America here. And then Carly takes off. Winter Soldier goes after her, um, and and you know they're running through all the people of the village, and it's like it's kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> Zemo escapes. Meanwhile, in the confusion, yep. they had him handcuffed to a furnace. But of course, always one step ahead, this James Bond villain Baron Zemo uh, can get out of handcuffs. No problem. Yeah, that's no problem for him. Um, Carly gets to like the furnace room of this building, the boiler room. Zemo's waiting for her there and firing his gun, yeah. doing what he does best, trying to kill anybody with super soldier serum or anybody who makes it. Um, Carly uh, almost gets hit by Zemo and accidentally knocks over well, her she container did, she did get hit. with all the vials of the super soldier serum. Right. She got hit on the stomach. That's yeah. right. Um, all the vials of super soldier serum are now on the floor in front of Baron Zemo. Yeah. 
And he smashes them yeah. one by one under his boot yeah. with indespicable, uh, despicable me villainous glee. Mm-hmm. Can I add, uh, um, there's actually a great shot when he's like smashing them with his boot where they um, filmed from like, I guess, um, underneath a glass and he's like stomping on it. I thought that was a really nice, uh, yes. nice effect. Um to give the appearance that he's like, you know what I mean? Yes. That he means business. <laughs> yes. But yeah. So I, what I happens next is, um, while Zemo is preoccupied with stomping on these vials of super soldier serum, mm-hmm. Carly realizes she can't stop him and is devastated, but has to escape still and runs away, runs out of the room. Yeah. Zemo is still smashing when he is suddenly knocked out by Captain America's shield. John Walker then struts into the room um, and looks down on the floor. And what does he see? One last unsmashed vial of super soldier serum, which he quickly pockets. And we know what's going on here. Mm Mm-hmm. Again, we were theorizing that John Walker maybe already had some super soldier serum. Maybe he got the same place that the Flag Smashers got it. Maybe he was working for the power broker and trying to end the Flag Smashers were part of the same program as him or whatever. All of that, no. Again, it was WandaVision. It was WandaVision stuff. Again, no. It was just what was on the screen. John Walker is is really strong and really fast, but not superhuman. Just really strong and really fast. Yes. He wants this super soldier serum so he can be on the level of these other of these flag smashers, and so he can be closer to Captain America, the uh, Steve Rogers level. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, there, there's no connection between him and anything that happened before this, except maybe some big reveal. I don't. I don't. No, I don't think so. No, there's no big reveal. I'm not doing it this time, Kev. I'm not, I'm not doing it. It's not one division. It's again. It's not happening. Okay. <laughs> no big reveal. No. Okay. Anyway, Sam and Bucky walk in just after he pockets the serum, uh, so they don't see him do it. No. And uh, Carly and her boys get away. Yes. Um. What happens next? We're back at Zemo's <laughs> apartment. Yeah. Back at Zemo's apartment. And then some fun shit happens. Am I right? Uh, yes. So uh, Sam uh, writes an email to, I believe, what's her name? Uh, Peggy daughter, Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. Right. Uh, asking her to keep an eye in the sky on Walker. Let me know if he moves on Carly. Um, because she has obviously... She obviously has um, connections to this technology where she can uh, globally uh, locate people. <clears throat> so, um, hold on. Yeah, there. I believe this is the conversation that they have about the super serum where Sam says he wouldn't take it, if I remember correctly, if he had the opportunity. Perhaps. Another interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Sam says in this episode... He would never take the super soldier serum. And another interesting thing, when he was talking to Carly, oh no, Carly, 
earlier in the episode says the, that Captain America's shield should be destroyed. Yes. The same thing that Sam said previous episode, he said, maybe I should have destroyed it instead of putting it in a museum. Yeah. We got to get through this episode so we can talk about this because yes. I have a lot of to say about it. Yeah. This. So, okay. uh, what happens next here? New Captain America and Battlestar come in to uh, our where they are. Zemo. Yeah, to to arrest Zemo, and then and then guess who up? shows up at the same time? Yeah. Wakanda Forever. Uh, the the Black Panthers elite bodyguards show up to take on Zemo too. Yes. Captain America says, "No, you're not taking them." Immediately, Captain America and the Wakandans start fighting in the middle of Zemo's apartment. Yes. So, of course, what's what's Zemo going to do? (laughs) Zemo uses the confusion again to slip out again. Can I just add, uh, when when Captain America goes up to Ao and he's like, I don't remember the exact lines, but then he like like gives gives her that little push on the shoulder like all right we got it from here sort of thing uh, <laughs> and then that's when everything just fucking breaks hell yeah <laughs> fucking love that anyways cool. and and after after the wakandans beat the crap out of john walker battlestar goes to pick him up off the floor in a, in, the, in his crumpled heap and he whimpers mm-hmm. he actually he whimpers they weren't even super soldiers <laughs> Yeah. Like, like a compl- like, John Walker is completely defeated and shit on in this episode. Yeah, I I, I want to keep pointing that out. And his only consolation is his buddy Battlestar, who yeah. still is like the only person on Earth who seems to still give a shit about him. Um, I want to point that out too. Mm-hmm. So during this scene, Zemo slips into the bathroom and disappears out through a tunnel that he has in the bathroom. And they actually make an El Chapo joke. And it's very funny. Oh, yeah. um, and, and then after this, uh, we have a scene where, where, where Walker and Battlestar are in plain clothes at a cafe. And they're talking about the super soldier serum. And Walker asks Battlestar if he would take it, if he could. And Battlestar says, yeah, of course I would. <laughs> Um, so, but so, you know, Walker has that vial in his pocket right now and he's trying to decide if he should take it right now. He's morally mm-hmm. conflicted. Sorry. There was another great little thing that you skipped, which okay. I just wanted to talk about real quick. When, um, when AO does the fucking five finger death thing on his arm and it falls. Oh, off. she pops off. Yeah. Uh, Bucky's arm, and it it, it it was a total callback to Star Trek: The Next Generation. I was thinking Kill Bill. When, oh <laughs> yes, anyways, that too. Yeah. That too. It it looked like it looked like the Kill Bill five finger death punch. Yeah. But there's an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation with a surprise reveal that Data has a button on his back that when you press it, it shuts him off. Mm. And not everybody knew where it was. And there's an episode where where Riker reveals it, it presses it and shuts data off. And it's this shocking moment in star Trek. And if you were a fan watching it for the first time, it was like, Oh my God, exactly the kind of same reveal. Uh, nobody knew, but Bucky didn't even know, (laughs) but IO knew that there's a, there's a secret code combination. You could punch on Bucky's shoulder that makes his arm fall off. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny. Which I thought was great. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just shows you how tough these Wakandans are. Yeah. They're, they're, they're badasses. 
But it they goes own- back on so easily, though. That's the only thing. <laughs> yeah. His arm? Yeah. But anyway, it's cool. It, it just, it's, it's like C-3PO's arm. Mm-hmm. Um, so after this, we get a scene where Carly calls Sam's sister. He wants, she wants to arrange a meeting with Sam. She kind of maybe still almost wants to trust him from their conversation, but she needs him to prove that he's trustworthy. That he doesn't work for John Walker. And she also wants to scare him. So mm-hmm. she sends him a message through his sister and she tells him, if he doesn't meet me alone, I'm going to come visit you and hurt you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, there we go. We got a Sam character moment, I, I guess. <laughs> um, but, um, I, you know, we're supposed to care about Sam and his family, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I should. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Anyway, it's kind of like Hawkeye and his family. Am I spo- I'm supposed to, but. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, um, Sam is all scared and he's like, okay, I got to go meet Carly. And he's like, you know, tell, uh, uh, he sends his family to go into hiding. Um, yeah. Then he goes and he meets Carly, but he doesn't go alone. And he goes in his Falcon costume. And we have uh, the final act, basically, here. The the action piece that's starting here. Falcon and Winter Soldier show up to meet Carly in full Falcon and Winter Soldier gear. Um, Carly's like, what's up? I told you to come alone. He's like, what's up? You threatened my sister. She's like, I wouldn't have hurt her. I just needed you to take me seriously. Um, So, again, is Carly good? Is Carly bad? Yeah. She's bad. Um, Zemo knows. Because Zemo's smarter than everyone. And Zemo said, if you don't kill her, she'll kill you. The the super serum, the super soldier serum will make her keep getting more and more extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, once again, Captain America and Battlestar bust in and turn the conversation into a, an action scene. Um, super soldier, or the Flag Smashers in their full outfits and their masks show up too. Um, so it turns into a full-on kind of battle here mm-hmm. um they capture battlestar the bad guys capture battlestar take him prisoner take them take him back to their what is whatever it is their place mm-hmm. <laughs> um while bucky and falky <laughs> are still running around fighting super soldiers hither hither and tither um, Battlestar is left alone, unconscious during the fight. No, he's not unconscious. Oh, sorry, he's left alone but yeah. handcuffed. Yeah, right, he's right? handcuffed. He's like zip tied, yeah. uh, hog tied. Yes. Um, and they show him cutting himself free. Yeah. See, oh, this Battlestar—he's not completely useless as a sidekick. He can cut himself free of from being hogtied. Uh, <laughs> so that he runs into the middle of the superhero battle that I was referencing earlier. <laughs> and uh, right in the middle of the superhero battle with all the superpowered people fighting, mm-hmm. Battlestar gets punched by a superpowered person and dies yeah. the way the way a normal person should when they're punched by a superpower yeah, exactly. person. Um, which is very unreal. Unlike the MCU, Kev, yeah. like this moment, this moment I sat up and I went, wow, mm-hmm. they just killed Battlestar. Yeah. They just killed Battlestar. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and I am totally feeling sympathetic to Captain America, mm-hmm. to this, to the new Captain America, mm-hmm. to in my in my opinion, the realistic, nuanced, real, grounded Captain America character. Yeah. Um. And, and and so so what does he do? He loses his shit, mm-hmm. and um, he chases down the flag smashers. And even more importantly, we find out because of his extreme all of a sudden new power. All of a sudden, he seems really powerful. Yeah, right. He does so a superhero we, landing we, on we the van. We realize here. We realize here. He's taken the serum. Yeah. At some point, we yeah. don't know exactly what point. No, they didn't show us. No, but it—he either takes it right after Battlestar dies. No, he didn't. Definitely didn't. Take or it he had already taken he it. He already took it. <clears throat> but either way, he took it before I mean, this. This one battle. way is less symp- sympathetic than the other, right? If yeah. he took it before Battlestar died, then you're less sympathetic, right? And then the death of Battlestar has an even worse effect on you because the super soldier serum amplifies everything, right? Mm. So, um, I, I, I don't know. But but the next thing that happens, the shocking ending of this episode, spoiler alert, if, if you're still listening and are worried about spoilers, um, <laughs> uh, John Walker uses Captain America's shield to, to beat a flag smasher to death. Yes. Um, he, he just bashes his head to a pulp. Yes. Uh, the same flag smasher who earlier said he was a big fan of Captain America as a kid. Yeah. Ended up murdered by Steve Rogers shield. Yeah. Um, a very shocking, very heavy moment for the MCU. Uh, honestly, feels more of a moment that would be on the boys. Yes. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Right. No, I can agree with that. Yeah. Um, but here just, I think it's got a lot more weight because here we are in the MCU, which has been this kind of pristine, um, uh, unrealistic, unnuanced kind of, um, look at the world and is suddenly yanked down into, I think this is a real moment. Mm-hmm. Like this is, this is something that would happen it, under these circumstances. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, and that's the end of the episode anyway. Um, you know, you get everybody, everybody just sh- standing, standing there shocked and, filming. uh, Don't film, filming. So yes. The whole world Which is going to be very important to see this in the, in the next episode for sure. <clears throat> Yeah, the fact that everyone um, has cell phones out, and, and the episode out. ends. And I, I, uh, I give it a nine. It's the best episode yet, by yes. far, in my opinion, because because it it delves into all this nuanced stuff and all this gritty stuff. Yeah, um, in a way that I don't think MCU has done before. Yeah. I think, I think this is really, really breaking new yeah. storytelling ground for for Marvel. And um, it's interesting to think about it. Like this series was made a long, a long time ago, right before COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, this series was made kind of right after. I hate to say it, Kev, but mm. I'm going to say it. Joker. Okay. Right, right after DC scored a massive hit with an R-rated, completely real. 
Well, it's not an R-rated show, though. You gotta remember that. No, it's not. Uh, it's not. But it, but it, it, it reached down into that level of real. I think. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for sure. Uh, especially with this ending. Not really, not quite, but it mm-hmm. reached there. Yeah, I don't know. Especially with this ending, I, yeah, no, I totally, I, I was right I, there. I give it a nine. What do you want to give it before? Yeah, we... no, dude, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, I was thinking nine as well. Uh, while I was watching this episode, and especially, especially that ending. Um, I too sat up in my chair <laughs> and yeah, as soon as they showed the shield, I was just like, well, first of all, when they, when he started just like hammering him with, uh, with the shield, I was like, no fucking way. And then yeah. the icing, the, the cherry on top was when they shield showed running the with shield blood. with blood all over it. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? And, is that, and, is that not like, uh, a, a comic book cover? That yeah. final shot. Oh yeah, for sure. Is, it's a comic book cover. It's for it's sure. a, it's an iconic image. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a fantastic, fantastic end. But yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Uh with like, yeah, um, this is something that probably would have happened in, in the boys, except in the boys, they would have showed <laughs> him getting mauled by sure, the shield. They would have showed his they would have showed his, his head yeah, exploding. Exploding and yeah. fucking blood everywhere yeah. and shit, right? But um, yeah, no, I'm right there with you, man. Like I said, uh, nine as well. Uh, I thought this was a great episode, uh, great storytelling, and I definitely, I definitely think. Um, oh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about like predictions and stuff, right? Sure. So, I want to go big picture next for sure. Big picture, what's happening here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely, I, I feel like uh, like Captain America because um, all this, all these people are filming. Um, and it's obviously it's going to go viral. Uh, he's yeah. going to, he's going to go AWOL and he's going to be the, uh, the big, the big, um, bad guy in this, in this series. And uh, I, I personally think that the flag smashers and, um, uh, Falcon and, and winter soldier are going to team up and go after him next. That's what I think. But anyways, I, I, I don't know. Mm that i don't i don't know i feel like have a common enemy enemy now what's going to happen is the flag smashers are going to get super popular Mm -hmm. because because of what he did right right? their their movement is going to explode and it's going to become like um almost like almost like the mutant uprisings Mm -hmm. in marvel comics right where it's like like the world is going to become very divided um, and conflicted, and somebody's going to have to unify them. They're going to need a hero who can, who can, who could bring all this back together, uh, and, and bring the world back together. Because it's going, we like this whole episode was about how the flag smashers are getting more popular, even though they're doing some horrible, violent things. People believe in their cause, and people are so distrusting of the powers that be that um that they're getting more and more popular so when they see one of them murdered by captain america on television in this viral video that's going to happen um the flag smashers are going to get super popular so the u.s government is going to become super unpopular as a result of this too right so characters who like the avengers like falcon and winter soldier are avengers uh, associated with the u.s government they work for the U.S. government as well, so they're going to have ramifications from that as well. But I don't know if that's important. I think what's important here is where is this whole fucking show supposed to be going? Like, yeah. because 
if you ask me from the beginning of it, it's the story of Sam not being able to accept that he is the next Captain America and everything Sam is going to go through in order for him to finally accept the shield and become the next Captain America and become the black Captain America, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and when you when you look at the Isaiah stuff that we saw and the 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 black and white uh Politic, political stuff that we saw earlier on in the show, it seemed like it really could be going there, right? Like, oh, look, there is a history of black super soldiers, and look how they've been treated. Yeah. And and now uh, for a black man to take on the mantle of Captain America would be fitting and deserving. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, well, he maybe he feels like he doesn't deserve it, but I don't know if that was it, right? Because he didn't say I don't deserve it. He said that shield belonged to Steve. Yes. It, and it seemed he seemed to just feel like nobody should carry it but Steve. Mm-hmm. Like not that he didn't want it or that he didn't wasn't worthy of it, right? Right. Uh, that's how I that's how I kind of took it myself. And and when he said I should have destroyed it, that even further said to me this isn't going to end up with Sam as Captain America. I don't think it is anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't see how it could. Because, and I think it's, look, the, the character of Captain America is severely flawed in the first place. Because yeah. what I talked about earlier, about how it was born out of propaganda, of red, white, and blue, of right. every everything American is good. Superman had the same problem, right? Because back in the day when he was created, he was created with the same American propaganda tilt to him. He fought for truth, justice and the American way mm-hmm. and enemies of America were Amer- were enemies of Superman in the comics back then. Same with captain America. Only Superman got to be modernized out of that because America wasn't in his name. So you could just drop the truth, justice and American way part mm-hmm. truth and justice, keep that. And now Superman is modernized and it's fixed. But with captain America, what the MCU chose to do was say, oh, this is a guy from the golden age of America, from when from when stuff was kind of silly and goofy like that. And he got frozen, and, and that's why he's still kind of that, that glossy image of America that's not real when America is really a complicated and flawed, flawed mm. place, right? So that's why I like... John Walker as a Captain America better than a Steve Rogers because John Walker is kind of represents the real America, right? Mm-hmm. If, if, if America is your name, if America is your identity, then your identity should be related to America in reality. Right. Mm-hmm. And with Steve Rogers, it didn't make sense to me because like in movies like civil war, it was clear. Steve Rogers was at odds with America. Right, he wasn't representing America anymore. He was always representing this golden age myth of America. Okay. Like, why was his name even Captain America anymore? Why, mm. when when he was constantly hunted by the government, at odds with the government, and clearly didn't like wasn't a depiction of a modern American soldier, right? Mm. The way John Walker is, and that's why I like this character so much. Um. <coughs> Sorry. Um, mm-hmm. So, but 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 here, where is it going next? Is my question, and 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 I think we could tell a great story here with Sam saying, "Okay, uh, the legacy of the shield is super important to me. 
because it represents what America could be. It represents an ideal that America reaches for, strives to be, right? But there's been none of that from Sam. Like, that's not Sam. Mm. Like, Sam Sam isn't this super patriotic guy. Gung-ho- like, Sam cares about people, and he's a good person. And he even says in this episode that he agrees with Carly. And Carly is for wiping out borders. So that means that Sam said in this episode openly that he's anti-American. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I don't think I'm being... I don't think I'm reaching for that. I think he's clearly saying... He's at odds with what the American government's goals are. He agrees with the Flag Smashers' goals. So to to say that this series is going to end with Sam becoming Captain America, I just, I, I, I can't see that at all. Right. So where is it going, Kev? I don't know. I have no idea. I thought for a minute, maybe because um, when we saw Isaiah... We also got introduced to his grandson, who is a character in the MCU, who who in the comics gets a blood transfusion from Isaiah, so he gets the super soldier serum, and he becomes like a like a young black version of a character Captain America character. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of his I forget the name of his character now, but he's in the Young Avengers. So right. I thought, okay, maybe maybe that's where this is going. Mm-hmm. Maybe Sam, maybe Isaiah will die, or Isaiah will give will have to give his grandson a blood transfusion and he'll get the super soldier serum. And then maybe Sam will decide that he's going to mentor Isaiah's grandson. Mm -hmm. And then, and then this black superhero thing will come into play. Right. But I, it's not going there. Like they're out of the show now. Right. It's not going there. So (laughs) I really don't know. I, I really don't know what's happening to the captain America element of this show. Honestly, I can see maybe the U.S. government says, "Okay, because John Walker embarrassed us so badly, they take the Captain America title away from him. So he goes on to create his own title, U.S. agent, like he is in the comics, because that's that's his that's his name from the comics. Maybe there is no Captain America. Maybe somebody does destroy the shield. I don't see that. I don't think that's going to happen at all. Hmm. Um, I, I don't see, I don't see, uh, Bucky taking it over because I feel like it can't be a white guy now. I feel like it had to be Sam or Isaiah or Isaiah's grandson. I, I, I feel like there was a whole like white supremacist thing (laughs) kind of casually weaved into this as well. That it, it shouldn't be a it shouldn't be another white guy at the end of this. Isn't it shouldn't Is- be the white the white wolf. Right? Isn't Isaiah's son uh, another superhero already? Um, he becomes grandson. a superhero. His grandson, yeah. Or, sorry, uh, yeah, He no. becomes so he's not definitely not going to be Captain America. He's his own thing, right? Yeah, but the MCU could could do whatever, right? Because uh, John John Walker isn't Captain America. He's U.S. agent. Mm. Um. Uh, so Isaiah's grandson, I don't know. I, like I said, in the comics, Isaiah's grandson gets a blood transfusion from Isaiah. Isaiah, So okay. he gets the super serum. Right. So I thought that might happen in this show, but it doesn't look like it's going to. It it, like, there's, only, there's only two episodes left. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what's going on with the mantle of Captain America is my point anyway. Right. <laughs> and I don't know what's going on with the character of Sam. Like, is he going to end up as... Captain America. Is he going to end up as Falcon, but he carries Captain America's shield? Mm. 
uh, and there's no Captain America, is he? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm yeah. curious. We all are. <laughs> but I hope we, I hope we get a, uh, a a John Walker U.S. Agent series yeah. uh, in the future. I hope we get a lot more of that guy for sure. Wherever it's going, wherever the whole damn thing is going. Yeah. Um. I don't see how you put a clean ending on it unless you bring Steve Rogers back, guys. Mm. Uh, uh, and I and I think we could get a Steve Rogers cameo. By the way, yeah. I like because old old man Steve Rogers should still be around somewhere. Yeah. Um. So I'm not ruling that out either. I think we could see him, um, but I, I don't want to do the Wandavision thing again. I don't. I, I'm not predicting any big cameos. I'm not predicting any new big reveals. Mm-hmm. Just how this whole thing is going to work itself out. I think Sharon Carter is likely to be the power broker. Okay. Um, I think John Walker has to survive and carry on in the MCU somehow. Um, and I have no idea what's going on with the shield and with, with, with the mantle of Captain America. Mm. Uh, big, big question marks for me for that. For you know, I thought maybe maybe it'll be Carly. <laughs> maybe maybe she'll somehow redeem herself, and uh, I don't know. Like like the Captain America thing would be taken away from the U.S. government, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe somebody will just steal the shield and become like a vigilante private version of Captain America mm-hmm. um, that's hunted by the government trying to get the shield back. Uh, that would be interesting, but I pff, honestly. Two episodes left, and I have no idea where yeah. this could be going. Yeah. A lot of questions. Yeah, I agree. It's a good show. It's not like uh, it's it's. We'll see how it ends. Yeah, because right because right now I'm just wondering what is the point of this whole show, mm-hmm. <laughs> more than anything else. Like because everything everything is leading to a, a narrative goal of some kind, mm-hmm. and I I'm not exactly sure what the narrative goal here is. I guess. Maybe because they never really revealed what the what the long term plan of the the flag smashers is mm-hmm. yet, right? Like, like how are they trying to achieve their goal? It's not really fully clear yet. So, right. maybe the final two hours will contain so much plot reveal that um, <clears throat> you'll see that conversation prior to that uh, was futile. Kind of kind of the way the end of WandaVision happened. Okay. But um, I don't know, Kev. Yeah. I don't know. I think I've talked myself out of steam on this. Um, <clears throat> and <laughs> sorry to have been a little all over the place, but that's what I always do. So anybody it's all good. Listening, it's all good ready? Um, yeah, mm. I don't know. I don't miss Steve Rogers. I, 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 I always thought it was a weird character. You know, I always thought, you know, Batman's a weird character, if you think about it. Like, I always, whenever I'm watching a Batman movie, I have some moment during the whole, during the whole thing where I go, okay, none of this could really happen. Like, a guy couldn't dress like this and do this, like, at all. Like, there's no, like, so I just have to not think. And um, so it's kind of the same thing with Captain America. Like, you don't, don't think about how. Like, why is he Captain America? Why is America in his name? Like, they don't, they don't ever really 
focus on that. They, it's kind of a problem. <laughs> um, and so Steve Rogers was was a hero not because of America, but because he just happened to be the only super super moral person in the world mm-hmm. <laughs> capable of not being corrupted by the super soldier serum. Yes. And, and but it's just the whole. Why? What, what does America have to do with any of that? And and what are they going to do with that in this show? I don't know. Let's see. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm stopping now. Can't wait for Loki. I think Loki is going to be my favorite out of all of these Marvel shows. Yeah. And I think it's going to be the most important as far as setting things up or uh, ramifications in the universe. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm looking forward to Loki too. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a fun show. Um, judging by those that new trailer that came out this week, last week, sorry, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it looks fun. Um, what's his face? Uh, looks like he's playing a bigger part than I thought he was. Um, uh, Owen. Owen Wilson. Uh, Owen Wilson. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he he seems to be. I thought he was just going to be like honestly a bit part when I saw his name casted for it. But yeah, no, he looks like he's going to be a pretty big part of the show. Um, but yeah, no, it looks 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 interesting. It looks it looks fun. It looks like a fun yeah. show. So, yeah. and that's what I enjoy. I I enjoy fun movies and fun shows. So, but yeah, I'm I heard that it. about you. I heard you like fun. Yeah, I do. I do like fun. I am a fun that, guy. That's interesting. That's yeah. so interesting. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I, that's uh, is that all we have for episode seventy seven? Yeah, up to um, I can't. I, I haven't really watched too much this week. Um, I, I I'm still going through Superstore, like uh, I mentioned last week, and I'm pretty sure the week before. Uh, other than that, uh, I, I want to watch them. It's on. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. It's a. It's a new show. Um, it looks very Jordan Peele-ish. Um, I actually th- was expecting to see his name connected to this uh, to this uh, show because yeah. uh, it looks very much like 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 us <laughs> um, or um, yeah. or Get Out. Um, right. Yeah, it just it looks it looks really intense. So uh, I'm definitely gonna watch that. Um, other than that. I can't really think of anything else, dude. What about you? No, man. Um, <clears throat> again, these these Disney Plus shows have been the only real TV in my life uh, mm. as of late. Okay. Um, um, not much else on my radar. I am looking forward out to nobody. Looking forward to nobody yes. coming out. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, I think Mortal Kombat is coming out soon. Yeah, too. I believe the 18th, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong. Cool. But yeah, I feel like it's the 18th, uh, along with nobody. Uh, and uh, is that is that Bad Batch show starting soon? Bad Batch, Star which Wars was thing? Oh, Star uh, yeah, May the Fourth Wars thing. Uh, that starts May, May the Fourth. Sorry, that's April what's 23rd, happening April in 23rd. between. That's what's happening in between uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki. Mm. Then. Right, it's the bad batch. Yeah, yeah. Um, can't see us doing weekly reviews. Maybe we'll talk about it every week. Um, mm. we'll, I, I, I want to watch it. I enjoyed the uh, bad batch. Yeah, on. I'll watch it. Yeah, but I, I, <laughs> I don't think I'm good. I know it's not your thing. <laughs> um, 
next week, I guess we'll be back then to review episode five of mm-hmm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yep. And talk about whatever is new from the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I guess we're wrapping up for this week then, Kev. Unless there's anything, anything else that we should be addressing. Is there any uh, nothing? Any emails? Any uh, any tweets? Uh, anything in the in the in the phone queue? In the, um, in the actually in the inbox. There is a Facebook message here. It's an audio message. Just let me uh, play it over the thing. That's the end. Oh, Janet. Janet. Sneaking That's in, right, Miss Jackson. Sneaking in with your emails and your Facebook messages. Hey, Kevin Smith interviewed Ice Cube on Smodcast. Oh yeah. This week, I gotta go watch that. Interesting. Anyway. Yeah, um, <laughs> oh, that—that's what I forgot to mention. We lost. We lost DMX. We lost That's DMX right. this week. Huge, huge loss to the hip-hop community. Um, We also lost uh, Prince Philip as well, but uh, who cares about that? Um, (laughs) Some people care. Prince Philip's rhymes were whack. (laughs) His beats were were weak. (laughs) His delivery was stale. (laughs) But yeah, no, uh, DMX, man, DMX. I'm not going to say I was like the biggest fan on the planet, but I, I definitely liked DMX. Um, yeah, I like some DMX. I had, I had, I had one of his discs back in the day, but Mm -hmm. it was so many good songs. It was that complicated time in my life when I kind of stopped listening to certain hip hop artists because I couldn't repeat their lyrics out loud ever, yeah, and I was af- I was afraid of accidentally doing it, yeah. honestly. And and it was just kind of a it was just kind of a bummer and stressful to me. I like DMX, I mm-hmm. do, but I can't I can't repeat for you any of the songs of his that I enjoy, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so Stop, it's like a drop, it's like a weird it's like a weird open up shop. Come on now. Yep, 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 yep. I, I, I can I can sing the chorus of that one. That's true. Um, they don't know who we be. Come on, man, that was a great track. But unfortunately, we didn't include me. Yeah. Um. No, no, he had some good songs, yeah, man. man. He had some, he had some, he had some great rhymes, yeah. and uh, absolutely. And and he was also kind of a dick. He was a <laughs> he was a dog fighter. He abused some animals along the was way. Uh, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, he was charged with it. Um, oh, was he? Oh, okay. Um, I never said he was perfect. I never said he. And was he died of a, and he died of a drug overdose uh, at but age they, fifty. They never really. I've, I know he had uh, history with like drugs and stuff but they never really said what he overdosed on so i don't know if it was recreational drugs or if it was like prescription drugs because you can you can overdose on prescription drugs as well oh sure that's how prince died well there you go that's true right so they never hmm, that's right and (laughs) that's because some crack and it was the same doctor too wasn't it Uh, no no. i thought it was the same doctor no, no, no. Uh, different meds too. Uh, yeah. Okay. Michael Jackson was was getting was getting um, propofil from his doctor injected at his house mm. <laughs> at night, and uh, Prince just had uh, fentanyl painkillers, a bottle of them, uh, and 
well, probably lots of bottles of them and yeah. uh, took too many. <clears throat> Um, so yeah, we don't know what the overdose was. No, uh, they've yet to release know. that. So many, so many people who I've admired and looked up to in my life have mm-hmm. died tragically and yeah. sad in sad ways. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it's interesting to me. Um, sad, obviously, but, um, it's just fascinating. Every time another person who I was like, man, back in the day, I would have really wished I could be that person. Mm-hmm. And and then look at the tragic, tragic way he ended. Yeah. Sad. It was very sad. Anyway. Yes. On that note, mm-hmm. uh, take care of yourselves, everyone. Yeah. Stay safe and uh, stay alive and come back next week for episode 78. Yes, please. And until then, just chill. Till the next episode. Mm-hmm.